I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Of course, it's a big weekend here in the state of Utah and around the world, actually, as we have the uh, semi-annual General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And KSL News Radio is your home for all of the coverage. Each of the five sessions of conference you can hear live here on KSL News Radio. And in between conference sessions, we have some real treats for you. We talked to Mary Richards just a, a little bit ago about uh, a pioneering story that uh, she will be focusing on, many of those untold pioneering stories. Uh, we'll also have uh, uh, some other uh, special programming through each of those. Uh, and really pleased to have joining us on this side of the booth uh, for a change uh, to get Dan Bomas, our colleague here at KSL News Radio, who has one of those specials uh, that will air uh, over the weekend. And Dan, uh, welcome to this side of Inside Sources. And uh, tell us about uh, the special you've put together. Well, this is a, a history of Tragedy Spring. This is a place in California, uh, way up in the Sierras, 8,000 feet where uh, three members of the Mormon battalion are buried. They were actually veterans at that time. They'd been mustered out of military service. But in June of 1848, they were with a, a larger group that was uh, creating a new wagon road across the Sierras. And these three had gone ahead to kind of scout out locations. And when the scouting party didn't come back, um, the others wondered what had happened to them, and they found their bodies a couple of weeks later. Uh, they had been killed, and although there was um, a speculation that the uh, local Native American group had done this, we don't know because mm -hmm. nobody was there. And there's uh, more to that story perhaps than, than we can tell. That's the mystery yeah. of Tragedy Spring. Um, what's not mysterious is the um, history of the site since then. It uh, became a landmark on uh, California Highway 88, uh, people would stop there because the spring is really nice and they would get uh, water there. But uh, um, after, uh, oh, all these years, 170-plus years, yeah, uh, they had some huge windstorms that knocked down trees around there, around the gravesite. And then in 2021, the Caldor wildfire just burned a huge area of northern California, mm -hmm. and the southern edge of the wildfire came through the Tragedy Spring site. And so... It's a mess. Yeah. It's uh, burned trees and downed trees and uh, 
uh, doesn't look at all like it did uh, just a few years ago when I visited there. Wow. Uh, I want to share with our listeners uh, just a, a little taste of, of what they'll experience in this special uh, with Dan Baumas about Tragedy Springs and the, the Mormon Battalion. Uh, we're going to listen to a, a conversation you had, Dan, with Brandon Metcalf, who works for the Historical Department of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And he relates the, the value that is lost by not sharing this kind of story um, uh, about the Mormon battalion. So let's take a listen. When Latter-day Saints tell the Mormon battalion story, it sort of ends in San Diego when they reached there in 1847, which I think one of the, the missed opportunities and the, the missed wonderful stories of our early history in California is how they got out of California. And this is one of those important ones as they, as they are uh, in the beginning of carving this, this Carson Trail, this significant trail that connects them with uh, the Humboldt across Nevada into the Salt Lake Valley. As gold is discovered, that becomes a very significant route. But the, these individuals that lose their lives there in Tragedy Spring, I think too often are, it's a forgotten story. And we just, we don't, we don't understand all the complexities it took for them to carve trails and, and find their way to be re- reunited with family and their fellow saints. So, Dan, as you, as you look at that, I know you have a, a family connection uh, into this as well. And, uh, and as Brandon Metcalf from the Church Historical Department said, you know, we often focus on, uh, the battalion story ending in San Diego, but the return is is really a crucial story as well. It is, and, and my family connection is to Henderson Cox, who was one of the men who was buried there. I am his great great grand nephew. Mm. Okay, and uh, that's what got me interested in it in the first yeah. place. But the the other family connection is that at the same time these battalion veterans were coming east through the Sierras, the Heber C. Kimball Pioneer Company was coming west. Uh, across the plains, and Henderson's little sister, six years old, within a few days of when he was killed at Tragedy Spring, fell off the wagon and was run over and killed. Mm -hmm. So it was a rough year for uh, J. Hugh Cox and his family coming across the plains. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So the special is going to air 1 p.m. tomorrow on Saturday. Again, in between conference sessions, just keep it dialed in right here to KSL News Radio. 1 p.m. Dan Baumas has this uh, special. And uh, Dan, I want to play one other uh, clip uh, from your conversation uh, talking about uh, kind of the the audacity of these uh, young men and their families, their their desire to to get home uh, and, and what that looked like. This group, and I love the audacity, had had no desire to uh, take the Truckee route. It was really the only established route at the time. But that, depending on the season and and the water season, the snowpack that could require up to two dozen river crossings with wagons, and it was just it was a, a major ordeal. Plus, you had of course the the Donner Reed tragedy uh, not too long before this, and so they decided that uh, they they felt that they had experienced enough of the pioneer life, and I'm paraphrasing, that they would find a new route. And so it's this idea that we're going to take these wagons. We don't want to take that Truckee route. It's it's too many river crossings, and we're going to go ahead and find a, a route to the south here. And the following years, uh, thousands and thousands of uh, uh, California-bound uh, 49ers yeah. used this route because the other one was just such a mess and yeah. so difficult. Ah. That's a... uh, but it's it's um, a big and important part of uh, 
California history, but also, of course, history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, so important. And uh, this is one of those stories, and yeah, you have to appreciate uh, what goes into many of these conference specials. And I've I've actually been uh, watching Dan go through this whole process and getting interviews and following up and piecing it all together. And there's well, always way more content than, than you can ever bring into the into the hour special. But I did go there. Okay, so yeah. I've been recently to Tragedy Spring and— uh, Talk to some folks there, too. Yeah, love that. And uh, this is one of those stories that is uh, both history and some mystery to it. And uh, Dan's an extraordinary storyteller, as as you all know and appreciate every day. And, uh, Dan, we're looking forward to, to this special uh, 1 p.m. tomorrow right here on KSL News Radio. Uh, Dan Bamas, thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to this special airing tomorrow on KSL News Radio. My pleasure. All right, we'll step aside for one last commercial break here. Again, so much uh, to listen and tune into over the weekend. KSL News Radio is your home for General Conference weekend. Uh, we'll take one last commercial break, come back with some final thoughts on a Friday, rolling into that conference weekend here on Inside Sources. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.